This is Ready Radio, preparing you to be ready for anything. Now, here's your survival guide for Ready Radio, John Rush. And welcome. Ready Radio KLZ 560, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it very much. If you're listening to a replay show, this is the 1st of March. The year is rolling by quickly. And again, thank you all for listening. Website ready-radio.com. You can see our past shows there as well. Listen to those. Send them along to others if you would like. I had a question the other day on a couple of past shows as well. And again, Producer Ann does a really great job of putting all those up on the website. You can go back in and find other shows, resources, things along those lines. We put as much of that up as we can as well. We're continually building that. So be sure to keep checking back in on the website to see the things that we add on a routine basis. And yes, that takes us some time to get all those things put together, but we're going to keep adding different things that you can acquire to be ready for the what ifs of life, as I say regularly. Our guest today, Elizabeth Robinson, she's been with us before. Welcome back, Elizabeth. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. I appreciate it very much. And you are a president, co-founder of Even Pulse, the science of human Resilient. So before we get going on things, explain a little bit more. I know you've been before, but we always have new listeners, so explain what is Evan Pulse. Well, Even Pulse is an education and training company, and so we work primarily with active duty military. Okay. Uh, we've been in business for just over 22 years. and Just, focus- just, just over. That's not very long, just, by the way, Elizabeth. Just over 22 years. Just over. Yeah, and I think we, we're, we're right now about in the habit of saying 22 years to overnight success. Okay. Um, I understand that yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes it takes a little while. <laughs> yes, it does. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Well, and being a small business doing work with the DOD is a little David and Goliath True. Uh, energy for sure. Um, but our, our primary focus is working with individuals to understand the brain, body, and nervous system so that we can understand how we respond to stress and then what we can do to self-regulate it. And my husband, my business partner, my best friend, Stephen and I, uh, we we created something called the Base R Method. And it is a very fundamental way, kind of back to basics, of understanding how this operating system that we have Works, And I know that as I, you know, came up through my early years and, and the life that I lived um, and the trauma and stress that I was exposed to, um, I didn't understand what was happening inside of me. And it wasn't until we started working with a neurologist who, who was so good at explaining in a layman's terms what was happening neurophysiologically um, when we have a stress response. And so we were able to um, take years and years of our own experiences, our collective experiences, and uh, the work that we did with amazing uh, way showers in understanding stress and trauma, and we built this model and this method. Now we've trained over 55,000 people to date. Awesome. So, Very cool. Yeah. No, that, no, that great, great story. And again, Second time we've had Elizabeth on, and partly why not, by the way, Elizabeth, I'll get you on our Health and Wellness Wednesday edition of Rush to Reason at some point as well, because a lot of this applies there as well. But I want to take probably two different takes. Health and Wellness on Wednesdays would be, of course, for those individuals just looking to be healthy, stay healthy, and so on. I wanted you here first, though, again, you have you back here on Ready Radio, because 
all of this, or I guess maybe what I should ask is, given this is Ready Radio, we talk about preparedness, how to be prepared mentally, spiritually, physically, when it comes to you know provisions and things along those lines. But let's face it, and I've been reading and listening to a lot of different you know, books, books on tape, things like that, Elizabeth, when it comes to, and again, no one knows exactly what would happen if we get ourselves into a predicament with either a widespread, you know, cybersecurity attack, which some thought might have been happening last week, didn't turn out to be that way. But when cell phones don't work, everybody starts panicking. But really, Elizabeth, you guys come into play because we want to get people prepared, again, for the what ifs of life, no matter what would take place. But I, what I was getting at is with all these different things I've read, and I don't think people are too far off. These authors are too far off in what they're talking about. In fact, I think they might even underplay it a little bit. The pandemonium that would you know, break out if some widespread event happened worldwide or nationwide, I don't think anybody is mentally prepared for that, frankly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oof, it's a big, it's a big uh, area to be stepping into, and we, we are at that moment um, agree you know and and I, I truly believe that doing work to prepare for it you know a lot of people think about it just as preparing you know have have three months of food or six yes. months or a yes. year or three yes. years uh, you know, that's just a small, and I, and I think I want to make sure and I've been pretty clear on this program about this Elizabeth while that's important I spent just a few Shows even last in February, I spent, I think, three shows just talking about some of those things, provisions, things you can buy even at your local grocery store and Costco. And no, you don't have to go buy all of the freeze-dried stuff that can be rather expensive at times. So I went through a lot of different things that people can do on a very simple basis. And, you know, that could be even for something as large as, you know, for something, by the way, as a large snowstorm we would have come through, something along those lines. This is getting a little bit more, you know, in-depth and bigger things that would come along. And, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at, Elizabeth, is a lot of people think of the physical. Yeah, I've got, I've got all my storage, you know, I've got all my storage shelves stocked. We're good to go. I've got all the guns and ammo and all those things that I need. Okay, well, what about your physical health? And you and I can get into some of that even today. What about the mental side of it? If that were to come along, are you mentally prepared? And have you even thought through how you would respond to certain things that would come along? And that's where I wanted you to talk. Yeah, thank you. Um, we were just talking about that today, in fact. Uh, and w- one thing that I've... I, and, I really and really quick, you you as in you guys, because you and I, I, I'm very big on never having conversations before folks come on air because I want it to be really raw. I don't want things to be staged. I want us to talk very openly, just like we would have a regular conversation. But no offense, I don't want to do it twice. We can do it all on air and accomplish the same thing. So when you say we talked, that wasn't you and I. Oh no! This was uh, Stephen and I. There you go. Today. There yes, you go. Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, we were just talking about this a couple hours ago, um, and I can truly say that if people are not emotionally and mentally prepared for the various scenarios, okay, all the physical preparation in the world yeah. might not matter. I agree. Agree. Because if you can't hold yourself together yep as the you know what is hitting the fan yep yep when the crap hits the fan can you hold yourself together that's right that's right and holding yourself together can mean a lot of different things um so for preparation 
And we need this for everything. I don't know what people's careers are. You know, you've got a boss you don't like. You've got somebody you're contending with on a daily basis who's difficult. You live with a narcissist. Who, who knows what? Right, right. The list goes but on. You've got to learn, of course, fundamentally how to breathe. Okay. And okay, so, so stop for a moment. We, yeah. And I agree. How? Mm-hmm. Okay, so walk, walk us through that particular scenario, you say, you know, I think some might know what you mean by that, but others are probably thinking, well, I breathe every day. It's just a natural response, Elizabeth. What are you talking about? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. People can uh, undervalue this because it is something that we do um, without thinking. Uh, Correct. It's one of those things we're born and we die and we never, ever have to apply a breathing technique to our lives Mm. because our brain, body, nervous system will breathe us. Got it. Our body will breathe for us. However, when we turn it into a deliberate skill, and we talk about this all the time in, time in training, the, the real key is getting yourself to go from default to deliberate. Okay. So what is I like that? I like that saying, by the way. That's yeah. perfect. I'm writing this stuff. I'm typing this in. This is, I'm gonna, okay. this is going to my notes. This is good stuff. Good, good. Um, you know, so you got to look at what is the, the switch that you're going to flip that's going to get you from going from default to deliberate. And really, it's practice, practice, practice. Okay. Okay. So, and, and again, I'm stopping for a moment. And I'm going to keep interjecting because I want to make sure listener-wise we're getting all of this across. This is much like practicing, you know, people are practicing their canning skills. They're practicing maybe in some cases their sewing skills. They may be practicing their self-defense skills, their shooting skills, and so on. What you're telling us is we have to practice this as well? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. This is something, and I'll say this. I started uh, my first meditation retreats and breath workshops and, you know, kind of self-help of all kinds 40-plus years ago. Okay. And there is not a day that goes by that I do not practice my breath okay. and using breath. And there are different skills. I'm sure a lot of listeners already are familiar with them because over the last, what, 10 years, maybe more, the neurophysiology, you know, it used to be when we walked into a room 20 years ago and if we said mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, mind, body, emotion, spirit to a military or law enforcement or first responder audience or even hospitals. We, we, we had a, one of our first contracts was with the Boulder Community Hospital, and we talked about mind, body, emotion, spirit 20-plus years ago, wow. and they looked at us like we had two heads coming out yep. of our shoulders. Yep. It was too woo-woo. Now we understand that this is the basis of the human condition. We are mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. That's the operating system for what we're walking okay. around with. And yeah, I can really quick. Of, do you think some of that, at least because I think I can relate to this. Do you think some of that standoffishness or you have two heads came from a lot of even you know back then the sort of that new age movement and people were you know really getting into sort of the touchy feely. And by the way, I'm not saying they were all fully wrong, but maybe the way they presented some of those things was just a little wackadoodleish. And some, some, yeah. so some people just sort of ran completely the other direction. It's sort of that, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater approach. There may have been some good things there, but because some of those folks were so goofy, it really kind of took a back step, if you would, or, you know, took a step backwards. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I think that that's it, that's in large part. Because, by the way, even uh, the church why? looked at a lot of that and said, wait a minute, this is all just weirdness, and we're not going to embrace any of that. In fact, we're going to sort of denounce it and go the other direction. And I'm not saying that they were wrong in that, because some of that that world was really out there weird in the spiritual realm, but maybe we went too far. Yeah, um, it's it's entirely possible, and we were out there. Um, there was a lot that was out there. Um, there still is. However, true, true, good point. That we we came to a point where we were scientifically able to validate the connection between mind body. Okay, that that thoughts influence emotions, and emotions influence biology, and. Um, and this so, isn't a, I want to make sure we're clear on this, everybody listening. This isn't a, if you think it, it's going to happen, sort of self-help, get rich quick. We're not talking in relation to that. This is just simply your physical health, right? Well, it's more than just physical health. Um, it is mental, emotional, physical. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah thank yeah, you for correcting. Yeah, whole package. Yes, thank you. And that's, I didn't say that correctly, but yes, that you took the words out of my mouth. What I meant to say is this isn't just some... You know, a prosperity preacher, get wick, get rich quick because you're thinking you're going to have a hundred dollar bill tomorrow. That's not what we're talking about, right? That's kind of the law of attraction. There you go. Okay, whatnot. I just want to make sure yeah. we're making that distinction so folks listening aren't thinking, John, what weird thing are you getting into here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not it at all. We are talking completely different from that. Right, right. And let's let's just guide people into an experience right now so okay. they can feel something. Okay, okay. let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little bit of information first. Typically, when we are stressed, we start to breathe more shallowly. Correct. I do not understand why we would do something so counterproductive. <laughs> but for whatever reason, some kind of stress response comes and we start holding. We Is that the adrenaline, contracting. do you think, that causes that? Could be. Could be. Okay. And you're contracting against. You're re- when we go into resistance of any kind... And we might resist, you know, how many things a day? Oh, a lot in some it's cases. A lot. Depends on the person, but in some cases, some probably Elizabeth all day. Yep, it could be, and you can usually spot those folks. Well, um, just as a side note, a lot of times when I have people that come in studio, because this is this can be somewhat intimidating, it's not for me anymore because it's what I do, you know, daily, but I will tell you, I can see some of that just in people that come and go from the studio at times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To your yeah. point, you can see it. You can, I can watch it. Yes. And there's something interesting. Um, if, and this is another thing that's been scientifically validated, that if your nervous system is calm in the presence of that person who is feeling stress, and they can look into your face and know that they're with somebody that they can trust, mm. they are going to have, in time, a measured change in their response to the resistance or the stressor. I agree. I've so, seen it. You are 100% correct. I have yeah. seen it with my own two eyes. You're absolutely correct. Yes. And that is um, actually a part of the vagus nerve. Okay. The tenth of the cranial nerve that goes up and through the face. We, we know we are safe by someone's face, uh, by looking into their face. And, and we know, and it's very subconscious. It's yep. not necessarily even a conscious thing. You're right. Um, this is that, really that, quick. This is why I'm, I coach businesses constantly. I tell everybody that are on the phones, especially in the retail environment, this is why it's so important when you answer the phone for the first time to smile. 
The person on yeah. the other end of the phone knows that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To your point. And I, and I, now, I've always been taught that just because of the sales side and so on, and I know what the response level is from the customer listening, but you just gave me the reasons why I didn't know that. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, the vagus nerve, um, which is the tenth of the cranial nerves, innervates through the face. Okay. The voice box, the, the throat, uh, it goes down and wraps around the heart and the lungs, and it goes down and ends in the in, uh, uh, digestive system. Okay. So, um, so what you're telling me is sometimes those butterflies people feel they're not just butterflies, they're a reaction to this. Absolutely. Makes yeah, sense. Absolutely. Makes and total sense. To pay attention to. We, mm. we don't want to ever disregard that sense of butterflies. In the day and age that we're in, and this goes back to even the idea of readiness, we want to keep our intuition strong because intuition is where we discern. And when we have so many, this is information warfare that we have today. Um, it's lawfare. It's, 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 you know, but especially let's just talk about information warfare. And we're trying to find out information, and we're also trying to find the truth in a quagmire of lies and inversions and upside-downs, and we know that it's all being done in part uh, deliberately as well. Mm. So we're part of this, and we need to discern what is the truth or not. So as we get into AI, and there's going to be deep Mm -hmm. fakes Mm -hmm. more and more and more, our ability to discern is going to come from keeping the vagus nerve ah, online. Great point. When we're stressed, the vagus, and this is a layman's way of saying it, the vagus goes offline. Okay. So what happens is we stop digesting food. We start to go into fight flight because we don't, we're not in a relaxed, receptive state. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many ways, and I would encourage everyone, if you don't know about the vagus nerve, start to learn about it. It's called polyvagal theory. Okay. Uh, you, can, you can pick up, oh my gosh, you go on YouTube, there's so many coaches now teaching about, about vagal tone and how to keep the tone of your vagus nerve healthy and stimulated and online so that we are really functioning at higher levels. Hmm. Because when the vagus is turned off, we are not functioning at our highest level. Makes sense. Um, so going back to breath, let's let's okay. keep make sure we touch on this. Okay. Um, I was mentioning that when we're stressed out, we we hold the breath. Right. Um, so one of the things that we want to do is extend the exhale long enough and slow enough that all the air leaves the lungs, and then that allows for us to be able to take a complete and restorative breath on the inhale. If we're holding our breath, a lot of times there's stale air in the bottom of the lungs. Um, And so when we push it all out, exhaling, I like to do a technique just of pursed lips on the exhale and then in through the nose. So let's do that together. Just breathe in through the nose for three seconds. And then push out for six to eight seconds. Do it again, in through the nose, and then push it out on the exhale through pursed lips. That's very deliberate, by the way. 
you want that exhale to be two to three times as yep. long as the inhale. Yep. And you can feel yep. the parasympathetic or slow down branch of the nervous system come online. You can feel your shoulders drop. You sure can. You can feel, oh. Absolutely. So that's probably the one I practice more than anything throughout the day. Anytime I'm, and, and see, it takes awareness. We have Does. to be aware yes. Yes. when we're getting triggered. Yes, you're right. When we're going into resistance. And as soon as we feel that resistance come in, whether it's somebody or it's something or it's I'm late or whatever it is, extend the exhale. Mm. Okay. And you can also add a, 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 say a mantra or an affirmation to that. You know, you can say, I got this. Right. I got this. Right. Um. You know, we used to think, you remember, um, gosh, who was it? It was uh, Saturday Night Live, Stuart Smalley. Was it Stuart Smalley? You know, he was. that was when they were making fun of affirmations. So he was the one that said, I'm smart enough, I'm good enough, and gal dang it, people like me. Right. You remember that? Right, yes. Um, well, we now live in a day and age where there is much science to validate that these affirmations in our own voices actually work. The same is true in an opposite direction of when we say things mm. to each ourselves, like "You're no good." Yeah, good point. You know, you always nope, you're right. Why do you always screw it up? Blah blah blah. You know. Great point. Um, so, having that internal voice that says, "I got this." Great point. So very important in terms of readiness. Yep. What we were, my husband and I were talking about this morning, is that we are planning to take all of the scenarios that, you know, what are we facing? Oh, maybe it's going to be EMP. Maybe it's going to be economic collapse. Maybe it's going to be um, blue helmets coming across the valley floor. Maybe it's going to be um, immigration issues. Maybe it's going to be civil war. Maybe yep. it's going to be revolution. Maybe it's going to be there's, it's just like go down the list. Wow. That's right. Go it's down the a list. Long list. Maybe Absolutely. It's be nuclear. Absolutely. And I said to Stephen, what I want us to do is to sit and meditate or visualize or run the simulation on every scenario and how we intend to be, how we intend to behave. Mm how we intend to show up, see how we are going to move through chaos, if chaos mm -hmm, comes. Mm -hmm. um, and without, you know, if you look at great athletes, for example, or you look at Olympic winners, almost everybody who's ever won gold in the Olympics has visualized yeah. Yeah. the race. Good point. They visualize it over and over and over again. And here's a tricky point. A fine line. We don't want to envision the worst. I don't. I, I, I mean, true. it's very difficult true. to envision the worst. However, because we know that the probability is higher than ever before that we've got something coming down the pike again, we better just yeah. buck up yep. and get prepared. Yep. And that also means mentally and emotionally prepared. Yep. Somebody just um, said, by the way, this is also why you exhale before pulling the trigger. Yes. Great yes. point. Yes, indeed. Great point. Yep. 
All right, hold that thought. I got to take a quick break. We've got Elizabeth Robinson with us. Elizabeth, before I take a break, let folks know how they can find you, by the way. So our website is uh, evenpulse.com. That's E-V-E-N-P-U-L-S-E, like an evenpulse.com. Okay, perfect. We'll be right back. If you got a question for Elizabeth, please send me a text message. I'll get it uh, answered. You can also call in if you got a question. We can do that as well. 307-200-8222 is our text line. You can also call us directly at 303-477-5600. Don't forget, when it comes to all of what we're talking about as well, one of the best ways to be prepared, especially with your eyesight, is go see Stack Optical. You may have something in particular you want done when it comes to these preparedness times, when it comes to eyewear, because frankly, you may find that contacts don't work out so well, or you need some sort of a different glasses. You may be needing something to shoot with. You name it. Allen at Stack Optical can do it all, including the eye exam itself. 303-321-1578. Do you want to improve your health, fitness, and beauty? Are you an athlete recovering from an injury? A weekend warrior who is sore from your last workout? Do you have a chronic medical condition trying to meet a health and wellness goal? Or maybe you are looking for a great doctor who thinks the way you do. Dr. Scott Faulkner and Castle Rock Regenerative Healthcare is your path to a healthier tomorrow. Owner Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Worried about being lost in the crowd of impersonal health care? Fear not. Dr. Scott is a big picture doctor, not beholden to big pharma like some other providers. He takes the time to understand your unique needs and will customize your health care to fit you, your body, and your lifestyle. Reach your full potential and achieve your goals. Call Dr. Scott today at 303 303- 663-6990 or visit him online at castlerockregenerativehealth.com or find him at rushtoreason.com You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Are you tired of being cooped up inside during the long, cold Colorado winter? Bring a touch of warmth and greenery to your backyard with a custom greenhouse from Colorado Greenhouse Builders. Our team of experts specializes in designing and building greenhouses that will enhance any outdoor space. Our greenhouses are made with the highest quality materials and are built to withstand the harsh Colorado winters. Plus, with a variety of styles and sizes to choose from, we can create the perfect greenhouse to fit your needs and budget. 
Imagine growing your own fresh herbs and vegetables, even during the winter, or creating a beautiful garden oasis in the comfort of your own home. Don't let the cold weather stop you from enjoying the benefits of gardening. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders today and start planning your dream greenhouse. Colorado Greenhouse Builders. Call 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. All right, we are back. Elizabeth Robinson, today is a live show on March the 1st. And this will be a show that most likely down the road I will replay. So if you're listening to a replay show of this, you know exactly what date it is. You can still find Elizabeth at evenpulse.com, E-V-E-N-P-U-L-S-E.com. Is there a phone number, Elizabeth, you'd like to give out as well in case somebody listening just wants to you know jot that down and call you? Absolutely. Uh, They can dial at 303-990-2324. Great. I appreciate that very much. And Elizabeth is the president and co-founder, in case you might have joined us a little bit late. We're really talking about everything that you guys do at Even Pulse, but really on top of that, giving people some ideas of what they can do on their own. We just spent some time talking about the vagus nerve and breathing and things that go along with that. And the reason we're doing that, folks, again, today, we're going to have Elizabeth on during our Rush to Reason health and wellness segments we do on Wednesdays at some point as well. But I want to do this today, Elizabeth, mainly because when things get really dicey, and by the way, it doesn't mean it has to be an end of the world event. It could be something as as traumatic as a bad car accident. It could be a tornado. It could be a bad flood. In our case, it could be a snowstorm that locks people in for several days. The reality is traumatic things come along, and how we respond makes a huge difference. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the neurologist that we worked with for many years, Dr. Robert Scare, um, neurologist, traumatologist named Dr. Scare, go figure. Go, yeah, I was just going to um, say, wow, how does that work? I know. Well, it's S-C-A-E-R if you want to look up his work. Okay. Um, rest in peace, Dr. Bob. Um, but he he talked about big T's and little T's, big, okay. big traumas and little traumas. Okay. And, you know, when we have layers and layers of even little traumas, you know, bullying on the school ground or a parent who, who yelled at us as a child or worse, you know, raised a hand to us. Um, these things, uh, you know, are being, I don't know, be, being different and, and, and finding that you feel like as a kid you're on the outs. Okay. Imagine what kids are going through today. Just imagine Good point. what they are going through today. Um, then 
it it can accumulate and we get, uh, to use kind of a therapeutic word, we get kindled. Um, and it's easy to do that. Uh, so when we see people behave, you know, catastrophizing or getting triggered over something that's really quite small, that's a really good sign that there's some work to be done. Mm. Um, you want to you want to get after that. Don't let that fester. Okay. Because something is underneath that's driving you to um, respond inappropriately to something. And you know, when you look at, of course, for 22 years now, we've worked with some amazing, amazing uh, service members, soldiers, airmen, right, Marines, etc. And um, you know, a number of them have become some of our very closest friends. And I watch, for example, a special forces soldier and how he shows up, how he is in the moment of a chaotic event. And it is so masterful. It's so artful. It's so, um, it it just gives you this sense of um, calm in the midst of all of the chaos. And it also, for me, as a as a non military person, has has given me a way to envision myself um, showing up in that way. You know what we're talking about with even pulse, and what we want to talk about when it comes to readiness is we want to be masterful mm. in the situation. Mm-hmm. And how do we do that? Well. You don't just snap a finger and all of a sudden you, um, you know, you're behaving at, at your A game. True. Um, it really does take determination, and and you got to care about it. Um, I think that you know, in a world today, I was listening to someone online yesterday who was saying, if you spend a lot of time on Netflix and Instagram and Facebook and hours and hours of your day are dedicated to that you're not necessarily going to get to a place where you can say, I have evolved. You're actually probably going to devolve. You're probably going to devolve. Now, and, and by the way, I'll make sure I preface this, that doesn't mean that we're saying you can't have a little bit of entertainment in doing that. If that's something that you enjoy doing, you know what, Elizabeth, fine. But what I would recommend, and I'm sure you're the same, limit that. In other words, if you're going to say, listen, I'm going to spend, you know, the next half hour just, you know, mindlessly doing something that I don't have to interject anything in. I've had a really long day. I just want something that's going to take my mind off of everything else. Great, but don't make it three hours. Yeah, there's actually a lot of um, evidence that shows that that's good for us to have something that we do mindlessly for an hour. Right. Um, and let let the mind. That's right. Wander. Let it. Re- I guess rest in a way. I mean, for me personally, because mm-hmm. I'm going 100 miles an hour all the time. Sometimes I need. My wife will even say, "Why? What are you watching?" I'm like, "Nothing that involves me thinking about anything." That's what because I think <laughs> all day long with everything I do in my other job, you know, coaching clients and doing different things, and I come here and I do this, and my brain is engaged literally probably 10 to 12 hours out of the day, Elizabeth. So yeah, there's times where literally I need mindless entertainment, something. I don't have to think about. Right, right. No, I agree with that 100%, and I do the same thing. Um, now, on I'm, the same token, I don't do that, you know, four, five, six hours a day either. Right, right, right. And, and there's also diver- diversity. Um, so, for example, I'm 
I'm taking piano lessons online. Oh, and, wow. And, okay, wait, and, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Online piano lessons. Yes, yes. Okay. There's, there's some great people out okay. there um, providing that. And I have, um, I'm doing a, a painting challenge, a 21-day painting challenge. Um, and I'm literally, do, and I practice yoga. Um, and I have 10 chickens and three dogs. And there's a lot of diversification uh, in my life. Um in addition to the lion's share, which is the work that we do. Um, And so, you know, we have a lot of diversification in that way, and that gives you an ecumenical life. Um, I think that it's really important when we're facing what we're facing in our world today, um, all the uncertainty, right. that it's very important that we have things that we enjoy. A friend of mine, um, who happens to be a Special Forces guy, said to me at the beginning of COVID, he looked at me and he said, Elizabeth, don't let them steal your joy. Mm. And that really mm. yep. impacted me. Yeah, it, good like, one. it really impacted me. Because yep. there were times when I'm getting down the rabbit holes and I'm like, you know, oh my gosh, and did this, 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 right. and I'm not doing myself any favors. Yeah, that's right. In fact, in some ways, you could say I'm letting them win, that's them, right. quote unquote, win. That's right. Because I am giving my precious life force to you know, and, and I'm I'm feeling despair. So those that are against you, by the way, so you're you're literally you're helping them win. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, before I move on, or before we move on, I should say, question just came in. Have your methods helped people with addictions, like even PTSD, other trauma-type things, and so on? Yes, in fact, um, so in 8, 9, 10, 2008, 9, 10, we had a three-year research project that was um, funded by the Department of Defense with 6,000 troops down at Fort Carson. Okay. And um, the, the study showed that there was increased um, uh, self-efficacy, meaning reliance on oneself. You could say sovereignty, uh, that it had reduced the levels of post-traumatic stress. And I'm a fan of the belief that we all have post-traumatic stress. We may not all have the D, the PTSD, okay. uh, uh, the disorder, or the diagnosis. Okay. In fact, most of us don't have that. But by virtue of being alive, a human being, we all are exposed to trauma. So um, these methods, because they increase our awareness of our operating system, our, our mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual um, and I say spiritual not as religion, but as something bigger than ourselves. And when we have PTS or PTSD, um, we can start to become isolated, and it's really important that we're staying connected. The training that we offer, um, it's called Optimal Performance Under Stress. You can take the course online. Um, and it, it takes you through the base, our method. Um, it offers a lot of ways to not only be connected inside of yourself, because one of the things that I really believe drives trauma 
and post-traumatic stress is a feeling of not being connected. Mm. And um, there, was a, there was a film that I saw years ago. I wish I could remember what it was called. But there was a Native American grandfather and his grandson. And the grandson is saying uh, of a white person who was trying to get to a, 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 a Sundance or a powwow or something like that. And he said, you know, Grandpa was like, why don't you, why don't you like him? Why are you being so mean to him? And he said, he said, because he's a wannabe. Mm. And the grandfather said, yeah, he want to be connected. Mm. And I was like, oh, mm. man. That is the truth for hmm. all of us. We want to be connected. And whether that's to God, our, our higher selves, our community in the military, people are connected to their brethren and the cause for which they are standing for. Um, and this is something that, you know, when we talk about open warfare, one of the techniques of late, is divide yeah, and isolate. Conquer. That's right. That isolation. You know, and we all know yeah. whether it's relationships, marriages, whatever. Elizabeth, isolation is a killer. And I agree with you. I think one of the tools the other side is using constantly right now is how can they, to your point, divide, isolate, and then conquer? Because when people are in isolation, it's much easier to conquer them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can't. I cannot argue that at all. That is exactly how it works. I've seen it over and over and over again. You have as well. And it's really key. And again, folks, we're talking about what do you do to be prepared for those, I say, what-ifs of life. And to your point, and I like that earlier, it could be a small T traumatic, it could be a large T traumatic, but at the end of the day, it's still a T in people's lives. And, And I also know, Elizabeth, and I think this is a question I had for you, do different people and their either, I don't know, is it DNA, personality, the way they're raised, a combination of all that handle some of these things better than others, is it just in their makeup of to, as to how they're made, or did they learn this along the way? Well, that's a great question. Um, I do believe that some people might be, have more of a disposition to it naturally, and certainly the way that we were raised okay. has a lot to do with it. Okay. If, if uh, your listeners are not familiar with the ACE study, I would recommend that they check that out. Okay. It's a 10-question study, 10 questions, very simple, and ACE stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. Okay. The ACE study will give you a score, um, and that score will then tell you uh, a number of things in terms of the likelihood of PTSD or, or the symptoms of being active in your life. Okay. Um, I actually have a very high ACE score or because of my childhood and my upbringing and what I was exposed to. And I feel that I'm a living, breathing example of that score and that level of trauma did not equate to me then having less skill or less ability. In fact, um, like so many people, when you're faced with adversity, if you really dig down deep, you're going to use that to mm. climb higher. Okay. Yeah. I, in other words, some of those adversities make you stronger is what you're saying. Absolutely. And that's one problem that we're seeing with, you know, children today. Because we're trying to make things easier and easier, um, you know, there was a little period of time in the military where they could hold up a card and say, this is too stressful for me. I'm holding up my stress card. And the training would kind of stop. 
they're not doing that anymore. That did not last. But all of us were kind of sitting there going, oh, my goodness, the only way we're going to get strong is through adversity Hmm. and learning how to deal with it and that it's not bad. Adversity is not bad. Right. Stress is not bad. Um, we, we actually need, you know, there's two, there's a, a, a word called you stress. It's E U S T R E S S. And you stress is a word that describes the healthy, good form of stress that gives us backbone, gets us up in the morning, makes us want to face our challenges and, you know, problem solve, etc. And then on the other end of the spectrum is distress. And that's when we begin to degrade. Uh, it becomes harder to show up. We get mm. foggy thinking. Um, our fuse is short. Uh, we have biological and hormonal changes in distress uh, that are not over long periods of time good for us. Mm. Um, but I, you know, I've learned in my life to kind of be like, okay, what do we got today? Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Right, exactly. Well, and, 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 and again, that's that's the whole idea of why you're here right now talking about this among all of our folks that are listening. And, and I've had many a comment, by the way, today talking about how, yes, these things actually work. There's a lot to this. This isn't really anything that we should be poo-pooing at all. We need to learn more about this. And again, what I really want people to be aware of is to get on board with this, start practicing, practicing this, because when those quote-unquote you know, stressors of life, and I talk a lot about that even on my Wednesday program uh, for that hour, Elizabeth, is stress, how how uh, unhealthy, and, and there's doctor after doctor after, I mean, I've had expert after expert on, you know, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle people come from, whether they're in the medical community, whether they're in the chiropractic community, whether they're in the nutrition community, there's not a single person out there, Elizabeth, on the on the medical side that will tell you stress is good. I mean, it may build us into better people in some ways, but at the end of the day, Physically, you know, health-wise, stress is a bad thing, period. Yeah, yeah. Well, left unchecked, I mean, you know, we can, it can be used for momentary bursts Correct. Of, of energy. It can be used for momentary uh, keeping ourselves safe if we're under threat. Um, but it's when it gets locked into the nervous system when the, there's a real problem with that. At the end of our training... Um, so base our, base our stance for breathing, attention, simulation, energy, and recovery. Okay. And we teach hard skills in every one of the sections. So when, when people take the train, they're walking out with a, with a tool belt of, okay, this is what I'm going to do to regulate my body. This is what I'm going to do to regulate my mind. This is what I'm going to do to regulate my energy or my emotion. And, um, and then everything in it is back. By science, not only the science that's been done on our our program, but but you know, just untold number of research projects on skills that help regulate the nervous system in the recovery section. And I, I just want to say to people, like, okay, here we are in this phase we're in this this period of time we're in, and we can tend to think we got to go, 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 drive, 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 perform, 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 get ready, ready, ready. And what I want to encourage all of us, and I have to encourage myself with this as well, is that we also need to recover because recovery is the foundation of performance. Hmm. So the sleep, the doing something that's enjoyable, 
generating love, love with your friends, love with your family, love with your children, love with your animals, love for yourself. Like, I think probably the biggest thing that will get us through this in ways that might surprise us regarding the outcome of the period of time that we're in is if we were to generate love. But we have to be in a state of receptivity and recovery and remembering and regenerating. Um, so even Paul's training methodology is built on the, on the one coin with two sides, performance on one side of the house and recovery on the other side. For military guys, they don't get awards or recognitions or an increase in rank for being a great sleeper. True. You know? Good point. Um, Good point. So we all, and, no, and we don't either in the, in the culture. No one gets a raise because they were really good at self-care. Um, they get a raise because they showed up and they did a good job and they performed. The, per, the recovery side has to be ours to take care of. It has to be something that we value. And I, and I believe that we will be able to go through whatever's coming down the pike if we're balanced in our ability to perform and recover. Um, and if, if you think about it, every breath really reflects. Uh, that's the nervous system. Sympathetic is speed up. Parasympathetic is slow down. And the nervous system needs to be in balance. And so you could say that the sympathetic nervous system is the performance side. So that means get ready. Have my, my house in order. Mm-hmm. Get my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. Protect my family. Um, you know, be ready for CDBC and, and have, you know, silver and gold. And, you right. know, there's so many aspects of right. all that. Right. But in addition to that, being able to still look out and see the world through the eyes of beauty and enjoy a sunset and not feel like we're constantly under threat. We have to choose that. And that, you know, for a lot of people, that's why their relationship with God, with Christ, with whatever their belief systems are, have, have I think there's been a surgence of that in the last years. Um, more people are seeing that there's a darkness that's kind of come over our our country, our government, the world, the, the, all of the systems. And so there's been more of an impulse to create a relationship with mm-hmm. the divine mm-hmm. and be in that relationship. And I really do believe that's part of our readiness, our preparedness, mm-hmm. because if we die tomorrow... We want to get right in, inside of ourselves and not be afraid. Fear is the enemy, not love. Um, so I, I just see those things, um, and my husband Stephen and I talk about this all the time in terms of practice, how to be in this world and, and, and maintain. You know, I, <laughs> I said three years ago, I feel like I'm looking into the face of, of like, Satan, like this darkness, but I don't want to fall into that. I want to be able to look and see and then actually turn away from it and turn my eyes and my gaze toward what is life-giving and not giving me Mm. fear. Good point. So Good point. 
Elizabeth, this is great. I appreciate it. One last time, how do folks find you? They can find us at evenpulse.com. Okay. And um, our website has information on the research that I just mentioned. If you go to the page called The Science, um, you can see our plans and pricing for um, doing the training online. We also have a large uh library of videos and interviews with people from all over the world on resilience um, and the stories that they've gone through, which are just amazing. Awesome. And uh, just happy to have been with you today. Oh, I appreciate it. No, it's been a joy. The last time you were on, we had a great time. I appreciate it. We'll definitely have you back. Get you on on a Wednesday as well. And Elizabeth, I appreciate it very much. Elizabeth Robinson, again, president, co-founder, Even Pulse, the science of human Resilience, which, again, we talk about a lot on this program in general. Today we got more into the, I guess you could say, Elizabeth, the physical slash emotional slash spiritual slash whatever you want to say on that end of things, basically keeping our body, mind, soul in check and, and knowing you know, knowing what to do. And hopefully these things aren't coming, although, Elizabeth, I'm, I, I hate to say it this way, and I'm not trying to, to you know, alarm anybody. I'm definitely not an alarmist, but... I think we're closer to big events than we've ever known in the past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how I'll say it. And more important than ever to be ready. That's right. Be ready for that. Elizabeth, as yep. always, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, John. You're very welcome. All right, let's do this. We'll take our last break. Again, you can reach her by going to evenpulse.com. We'll come right back, though. Ready-radio.com is our website. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, We here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Are you tired of being cooped up inside during the long, cold Colorado winter? Bring a touch of warmth and greenery to your backyard with a custom greenhouse from Colorado Greenhouse Builders. Our team of experts specializes in designing and building greenhouses that will enhance any outdoor space. Our greenhouses are made with the highest quality materials, 
and are built to withstand the harsh Colorado winters. Plus, with a variety of styles and sizes to choose from, we can create the perfect greenhouse to fit your needs and budget. Imagine growing your own fresh herbs and vegetables, even during the winter, or creating a beautiful garden oasis in the comfort of your own home. Don't let the cold weather stop you from enjoying the benefits of gardening. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders today and start planning your dream greenhouse. Colorado Greenhouse Builders. Call 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. If you're looking for great quality eye care, look no further than Stack Optical. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and for over 20 years, Alan Stack has been taking care of our optical needs. At Stack Optical, they handle all of your eyewear needs with glasses, prescription glasses, shooting glasses, sunglasses, contacts, eyeglass repairs, and yes, even eye exams. And those eye exams are only $69. And if you've been told you've got a complicated prescription, that's just one of the specialties at Stack Optical. Optical. At Stack Optical, they have their own on-site lab, and in most cases, you can have your new glasses in just two to three days. Stack Optical, 2233 South Monaco Parkway. Free and up-close parking. Call them today, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Or visit stackoptical.com. And remember, at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Do you want to improve your health, fitness, and beauty? Are you an athlete recovering from an injury? A weekend warrior who is sore from your last workout? Do you have a chronic medical condition trying to meet a health and wellness goal? Or maybe you are looking for a great doctor who thinks the way you do. Dr. Scott Faulkner and Castle Rock Regenerative Healthcare is your path to a healthier tomorrow. Owner Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Worried about being lost in the crowd of impersonal health care? Fear not. Dr. Scott is a big picture doctor, not beholden to big pharma like some other providers. He takes the time to understand your unique needs and will customize your health care to fit you, your body, and your lifestyle. Reach your full potential and achieve your goals. Call Dr. Scott today at 303 303- 663-6990 or visit him online at castlerockregenerativehealth.com or find him at rushtoreason.com Alright, that's it for today, guys. Ready-radio.com is our website. Thanks for listening. KLZ 560. Views and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.